0: Local Matters brings you incredible stories about Indiana-owned businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. I'm Mel McMahon, and today we'll get the story of how Tani Roller started Unsoaked, and I'll let her explain exactly what that means. We'll talk about the challenges and the successes along the way and why supporting local businesses really matters.
1: You're listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana-owned, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Find local at indianaowns.com.
0: Tawny, thank you so much for joining me on the All Indiana Podcast Network and Local Matters today.
1: Hey, Mel. I'm happy to be here.
0: It's great to see you. I'm a big fan of your product. For those that haven't heard of Unsoaped, let us know more about it. What is sure. it exactly?
1: So I, I created Unsoaped because I could not find products without synthetic chemicals in them to use on my skin. Simply could not find them. Uh, I was gifted what was called a butter scrub bar from a friend at Christmas and I loved it. And I went to buy more and they were a Florida boutique and they don't, they only ship from December to February because the bars melt if they ship them outside of that date window, Oh, wow! <laughs> which makes sense. And I understand that from a business perspective, because you don't want an unhappy customer at the yeah. end of the shipping lane. Cause it's not uh, soap,
0: right? right? It's not, it's not it's a what butter we think of as bar. a bar
1: of soap. Yeah. So it's, it's cocoa butter, shea butter, and an exfoliant. I use either pink Himalayan salt or ground apricot shells. So, it cleans your dead skin off by exfoliating it, which is actually incredibly healthy for your skin, and then moisturizes you at the same time in a single step in the shower.
0: So, you don't have to use lotion afterward?
1: No, not at all. But if you do, I have solid lotion bars for you, too.
0: There you go. <laughs>
1: Guaranteed go. not to leak in your computer bag.
0: <laughs> so what is the? Oh my gosh, seriously! And that just happened. That just know. <laughs> happened. Oh my gosh. So what are what's people's reaction when you sell this product? Because you're selling it at markets and shows and those kinds of things. And I've seen people come up to you and they're just kind of like, "What? What? What is this?"
1: Yeah, little kids think it's fudge, so oh, they're no. like, "Hey, it's a fudge," <laughs> and it kind of has that cocoa smell to it because of the cocoa butter. Um. So sometimes that's the start of the conversation. Other times, you know, they're just curious as to what is this and why not use soap. And I'm not against soap, don't get me wrong. I, I'm against the, uh, the liquid body wash that has, you know, 20 ingredients in it and 18 of them are chemicals because whenever you put water in a body product, you have to preserve it. Um, Hence, no water in any unsoaked products. So I use no chemical preservation.
0: So like every label you look at, Uh the first ingredient is
1: water. water. (laughs) Yeah. And it's true for your makeup too. I haven't gone down that path yet, but yeah. So anytime you have water, you have to put a preservative in there because so many uh, bacteria and fungi and all kinds of things really love water. So you need to prevent that. Um, and the, it comes in a single-use plastic container. I'm not a fan of single-use plastic either. So I use very little plastic in my packaging. I use compostable wraps for the unsoap, metal tins for the uh, lotion, glass for the other things. I have, there are a few things that are plastic, hard plastic that, are, that is not recyclable, but overall, Um, When you're done using a bar of unsoap, everything is either compostable, recyclable, or on your skin or down the drain. There's nothing to throw away. Why is that important to you? When I first started was when there was the big hullabaloo about BPA being in all the plastics. So single-use plastic, water bottles, some reusable water bottles had BPA in it and how that was horrible for you. And it was horrible for you to ingest. and Honestly, what you put on your skin is as important as what you put in your body. So the, the single-use plastic piece of it, while it had a BPA bent to it in the beginning, it just kind of grew into... Um, I I don't know if you want to call it granola E, but I think I am kind of stepping back skincare to, you know, as opposed to products that are made overseas, sometimes years in advance, that bottle of body wash might be years old by the time you buy it off the shelf. And I'm not talking about buying it off the shelf at a dollar store, a a regular shopping Mm -hmm. market. uh, It it may be years old already. Mm -hmm. So. It, it's important to me that I'm doing what's best for me. And I'm finding that a lot of the better for me things is of interest to a lot of other people as well.
0: Did you picture yourself being an unsoaked maker when you were little? I mean, what did you no. want to be when you grew up?
1: I, you know, I didn't have any focus on anything. Um, my mom worked in the school system. Uh, my grandmother and great aunt were both teachers, and both my parents come from farming communities. So, uh, dad was a mechanical engineer, so he, you know, kind of took the farm experience in a different direction. But I, I knew I loved math, loved science, loved literature. And I honestly didn't know what I was going to major in in college. And I flipped a coin to determine my major because I I couldn't afford to apply to both medical technology and physical therapy. I could only afford to apply to one. So which one won? Medical technology won, flipped the coin. And um, physical therapy is also very competitive to get into. It even was back then. So, you know, you, you just kind of let the universe guide you sometimes and- Uh, But medical technology with the science piece of it and understanding the chemicals, uh, I am still a laboratorian at heart, even though I've kind of moved into the data side of lab. Uh, But this kitchen creativity is a whole different scenario of what I would have imagined using my mostly chemistry background to create.
0: When did you know you were onto something with this product?
1: I had, so the friend who gifted me the original butter scrub bar, uh, when I started making them for myself, she said, can you make me some too? Because she's in Minnesota and she couldn't get them shipped to her either. (laughs) (laughs) So I, 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 played around with, uh, formulating and sent her some samples and got her feedback and then started making them. And then two other friends said, that's interesting. Can I try one? And pretty soon I'm making butter scrub bars for seven people. And I'm like, (laughs) am am I, am I missing an opportunity here? Mm -hmm. You know, it may not be a huge opportunity, but it was a lot of fun to formulate that and test it. And it was fun to fail, honestly. Um, My recent failure is the uh, the foot bombs I make for uh, for your feet, trying to get uh, a foot bomb to hold together with just the right amount of moisture, is truly an art form. That it took me quite a few times to <laughs> to perfect, and depending on the humidity in the air, it's different every time. So oh geez, yeah. So there's a variable in there that I have no control over. But you know, if it fails, it's kind of like oh well, let's try it again, and I laugh at it.
0: What gives you that attitude though? What, what keeps you going? What keeps you trying again and again? Cause a lot of people, I mean, they would just give up.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, I like the, the puzzle piece of it. And I like solving the puzzles uh, that, that kind of creativity for me is a lot of fun. And I did, I wasn't always so fond of failure, but I think as you grow older and you realize that a failure isn't the end of the world, it's not a red letter F on any piece of paper. It's just, uh, you know, Thomas Edison said he figured out a thousand different ways not to make a light bulb. It, it's a twist on that mentality that I just kind of have fun with.
0: What motivates you to keep going? Why do you keep doing this?
1: Well, because I, I think, I think people are interested in it. I think a lot of people have cleaned up what they put in their kitchen. And for me, the progression for that was looking at the linen closet and looking at everything in my linen closet and thinking, oh crap, I've only solved part of this puzzle. <laughs> and so finding that kind of that target market with um, you know, local events or online, et cetera. It, it's, I'm not gonna lie, it's been a challenge because I, it's kind of a niche piece right now, but my return customer rate is very high once people start using these products, they understand that, hey, I didn't shower for three days and my skin isn't itchy yet. Why is that? And it's because you're not using that liquid body wash with that plastic poof and then drying yourself off with a towel and then putting on lotion out of another plastic bottle. You know, how many chemicals can your skin tolerate before it, or you have to put lotion on again at night when you go to bed because you're itchy. Uh, you could just get a much healthier skin and a happier self by changing up your skincare routine.
0: Coming up, the challenges and successes Tani has had along the way and what she wants you to know about starting your own business. This is Local Matters. Local Matters is brought to you by indianaowned.com, where you'll find our members that are business owners who want you to know that they live here, work here, and play here. They're the business owners donating food to shelters, sponsoring the Little League teams, and employing hundreds of thousands of people in our state. Every business on indianaowned.com falls into one of two categories. They're either an original, meaning the company is Indiana-owned and operated, headquartered here, and not part of an out-of-state chain, or they are a franchise friend, meaning the franchise is Indiana owned and operated. The owner lives here in Indiana and is engaged in our community. When you see the Indiana owned badge, you know you are supporting a local business. And we like to make shopping simple for you as well at our sister company, indiana.gifts. Every product you see on there from the coffee mug to the scarf to the candle is made by an Indiana owned company. Take your picks Send a gift to yourself or send it to a friend and know that you are supporting local along the way. And we want to thank you for supporting local too. use the discount code love local at checkout and we'll give you 10% off just to say thank you. We've been chatting with Tani Ruller of Unsoaked, who started her business reinventing skincare in 2018. Tani, what is the hardest part about being a business owner?
1: So for me the hardest part of running the business is asking people to change their skincare routine is a really big ask. It is the one thing I underestimated when I started the company. Uh, if I can get people to try it, you know, they they love it, they're sold on it, they want more. But that initial hurdle of changing them from the bar of Dove soap that their grandmother has used for 50 years. It's a really big ask. And I haven't figured out the best way to market to that yet. So it's kind of a marketing thing, but it's also kind of a, a target market type thing too. And that has honestly been my biggest challenge. I, I have products and product ideas I could create forever. I'm not a huge fan of the accounting process, but I can do it. (laughs) And until I get to the point where I, I'm ready to turn that over to someone and I have someone to turn it over to, I'm just not ready yet. Uh, It's, you know, the, the lowest thing on the totem pole for me, but money's important. So accounting is important. Uh, But the the whole creativity of it and talking with people about unsoaped and, you know, getting feedback from them. I love to hear customer feedback and, you know, people say, well, what if it, what if I don't like it? I said, I want to hear that too. I want to understand what you don't like about it Um, or how, what would make you like it better? You know, just, I'm open to all of it. It, you know, you're not insulting me. It's a product. So (laughs) bring me your feedback.
0: Yeah. Full disclosure. You know, my husband and I have used your products, you know, since we met years ago. Um, my husband's a little obsessed with them. I'm not going to lie. Like it is, it is a game changer, but it's a big change. Yes. Like it is very different going from pumping that bottle onto your loofah to holding kind of a, a mound, if you will, and scrubbing
1: yourself down.
0: Uh Uh-huh. But you feel amazing afterward.
1: Yeah. And like your I'm going to go ahead. It smells really good. Oh,
0: it smells amazing. I'm just going to go ahead and give an endorsement right now. It is amazing. I highly suggest you try it. I don't normally endorse things in this podcast, but I decided today that I'm just going to start to because we're in the promotions business, right? Right. We have amazing businesses and amazing business owners and amazing products. And so if you haven't tried it, I highly encourage you uh, to check it out. and. Uh, we had your products at our Christmas gift and hobby show booth mm-hmm. and you're going to be, do you have any markets lined up yet for the summer or anything?
1: I do. I have, uh, so my products melt in the sun. So I have to be kind of selective about summer markets. Um, but I'm, I'm going to the sip and shop oh, on great. May 5th mm-hmm. in Westfield. will be Another one there. of our
0: members, Vena yes. Mobile Bar.
1: And awesome. uh, uh, we are Creek Orchard in Lafayette. They're mm-hmm. having the Apple Blossom Festival on April 23rd. I'll be there as well.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Is there anything you would do differently in your business knowing what you know now?
1: I think I would spend a little more time on the target market piece before I actually, you know, flip the switch on running the business. Uh, So I I made my first sale in October of 2018 and was thrilled to become a four-figure business before the end of that year. You know, so less than three months, I'm already over this threshold that I didn't think I was going to hit. And the Christmas markets for me were the bomb. They just, you know, the people, they were out to buy. Mm-hmm. And they were thrilled to find something that would be unique and something that whoever they were gifting it to had not received before, uh, and that was a lot of fun. And you know, so then I didn't expect a complete drop off of business for January, February. <laughs> I you know, yeah. first I had five months in business, um, and so then I started figuring it out again, and then the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And if I can't talk to people about why these products are different. And I really try to focus on why the product is different and how it will change their skincare, because I, I don't want to slam, you know, the, the big box companies. If, if you have something that works for you, that's great. Um, this can help make things better. It's helped with mild eczema. It helps with keratosis pilaris, which is the little bumps you get on your skin, like chicken fat. My friend mm-hmm. calls them their chicken fat bumps um, it helps with hangnails around your fingers, it, you know, it, it just changes so many different things about your skincare. And so working through that process, trying to do um, virtual shows was a complete and utter failure for me. I, I did some very big name local. Shows that you know get thousands of people in attendance in person, mm-hmm. but virtual I zero goose egg zero yeah. sales for ten hours of work on a Saturday working social media and everything else,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not a single sale, and so it's really that presence and people seeing unsoaped. You know that's always the question unsoaped. So it's soap, and it's like no, it's not soaped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it opens that conversation um, and virtually, I think it, it's just really easy to move on, you know, mm-hmm. unsoaked. What's that? Oh, look, here's some jewelry, <laughs> you know, move on yeah. to the next thing.
0: Yeah. Well, and our skin is our biggest organ. You know? And I think people forget that, you know, yes. we, so we have to take really great care of it. And is, is that one of the most rewarding parts of this for you is helping people get healthier?
1: Yes. Uh, it really is. And so I I make products without essential oils and I custom blend some essential oils. And, you know, I remember you asking me once, what's the most manly scent you have, (laughs) you know, for your husband. And I said, I don't, I don't make, I don't make essential oil blends to target uh, a person or a gender or whatever. I use the essential oils that are really good for your skin. And once I once I have that packed together, then how can I blend those and what works well together, and what doesn't? Um, so I think I told you the the least girly one because I didn't yeah. have one that was manly I said <laughs> I think the least girly one was unmumbled slumber which is just mm-hmm. frankincense and lavender mm-hmm. but the other nice thing about this is with essential oils the scents don't linger on your skin forever so you know if Lance were to use it and go into the office he wouldn't smell like lavender and frankincense but his skin would still feel fabulous and when mm-hmm. you went in your bathroom your bathroom would smell fantastic
0: yeah Which is super important. People don't give enough credence to that. Your bathroom should smell nice. Agreed. Always. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, what would you tell others that want to start their own business? What do you want them to know?
1: Uh, Talk to other business owners that do uh, products or services or whatever, similar to what you're looking for. Uh, There is plenty of business out there for all of us. Um I, I've worked with some other Indiana originals uh, around unsoaked, getting feedback, just having conversations. Um, would you do this? Why wouldn't you do that? kind of thing. And I didn't have that network before I started unsoaked. Um, I had the questions, but I didn't really have anyone to discuss them with. So I, I would, that is one thing I would change because I think that would have helped me after that. You know, four figure business rush in <laughs> two thousand and eighteen uh, to work through what happens when it's not the biggest holiday season of the year. Mm-hmm. what is what do you work on on your business? You, you it may be normal for you not to sell as much, but do you work on process then? Do you work on um, uh, wholesale then? you know what what out, how else do you extend your business and use that downtime? to do that. So that kind of planning and fluctuation piece around the business is where I wish I would have spent more time. Why does supporting local
0: and being known as Indiana owned matter to you?
1: Well, because I'm, I'm, I've been really happy here in Indiana. Uh, I moved here in 2018. Yeah. 2018, April 1st, I rolled into town. It was Easter that year. I remember Uh Now I remember. And uh, I've lived all over the US. Um, I'm originally from Minnesota. I love Minnesota, but I've gotten to a certain age where I don't appreciate the Minnesota winter any longer. But I've also lived in Florida and Texas and I really miss the change of seasons. So I think Indiana is a really good middle latitude for me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, you can access both pretty easily. Yes.
1: Yes. And I get the changes of seasons, you know, summer's a little longer, winter's a little shorter, but I still get snow. I still get all that. And, you know, it's, it's been a really open community to move in here. And there are, there are markets all over the place. There are farmers markets, there are free produce stands you know, there, there's just all of this that I I don't know if I've taken the time to explore them since I moved here and they're elsewhere as well, but it's the whole local piece has become really important as a local business for one, but you know having people support me and me supporting other local businesses has become very important as well. Uh, just you know the quality of the things I can find, the customization of things I can find on a whim. That, you know, you may be able to get on Amazon, but you're waiting three weeks for it. Or same with Etsy. You, can, you might be able to find it on Etsy, but you're going to wait for it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if I can find it local, my preference is to use local.
0: Well, it's music to my ears for sure, Tawny.
1: <laughs> Besides, Indiana song. <laughs> you sure
0: are. Besides indianaowned.com, where do we find out more about you and how do we
1: support your business? So the website is unsoaked.com. Uh, Facebook is also unsoaped. Instagram is unsoaped body.
0: Unsoaped body. And you can find all of those links on her listing as well. Tani Reller, thank you so much for being our guest today on local matters. And thank you for doing your part to create healthier, stronger communities and more jobs in Indiana.
1: Thank you, Mel. I appreciate this. And thank
0: you for listening to Local Matters made possible by Indiana-owned and indiana.gifts. It's an honor to bring you incredible stories about Indiana-owned businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. Learn more about why local matters at indianaowned.com. And if you're an Indiana business owner, join our community at indianaowned.com slash apply. I'm Mel McMahon, and until next time, keep supporting local.
1: Thanks for listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Owned, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. I'm going back to Indiana. Find local now at indianaowned.com.